0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Behind the Curtain, and here are your hosts, Mr. Ray and Corey Adams.
1: How's it going, everybody? I am Corey Adams, and I am with
0: Mr. Ray,
1: and this is Behind the Curtain Podcast, and Ray do you know who we have today? Who? We have one of my members of the bike club, Stevie Legend, and this time, we don't have that goof, Don Kool-Aid, to start crap. <laughs>
2: What's going on, everybody? Steve What's Legend. up, Steve? What's going on?
1: How you been?
2: I've been all right. Work's got me crazy. Just playing a little Animal Crossing right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that's like me, too. We're, our work is just getting busier by the day, Damn. so I know how that is. So, Ray, um, since I know Stevie pretty well, do you have any questions to start this off
2: with?
0: Yes. How did uh, you get your start in wrestling?
2: Well, I've been a fan, like, all my life, like, pretty much every wrestler, right? I Basically, once I saw Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker at WrestleMania when I was 10 years old, I knew right away, like, this is what I want to do this is this is my life now uh how I got into the business was when I was wrestling in high school my coach who owned a gym up in Springfield uh was had a got a ring a guy came in started running a ring started training people and obviously since I was wearing like triple hcm punk Undertaker taker shirts all the time to practice he told me he said like you gotta check this out you'd love this and that's pretty much how that started
1: yeah, it's pretty much the opposite for me. Uh, <laughs> our wrestling coach hated pro wrestling. Still to this day hates it. Um, and what's funny about what... Want to hear something funny about what Stevie said, Ray? Yeah. When I was 10 years old, it was Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon in the ladder
2: match at WrestleMania 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't need to lie for that. Wow. <laughs> I've obviously seen it.
1: And for anybody who just heard a little ding, speak of the devil, that was Don Kool-Aid sending me some kind of garbage. I don't know what he wants, but... Really? <laughs> yeah. So, was Shawn Michaels, like, is that the first thing you saw at wrestling and decided that you really liked it, or was there something earlier, or... Tell us about that. Uh,
2: it was my best friend, Eric. Would, like got me into it really. I started watching it for a little bit, probably about a couple months. That was when I first like really got hooked with that match.
1: Okay, and so what was your first training like? What, I mean, was it No, actually to back up a minute? Did you start training while you're still doing high school wrestling? Uh no, nah, I wait I wait till that summer after after I graduated, which was 2016. So Okay, and how was it like to start from the beginning? How was uh amateur wrestling for you? Like me, like I was four-year varsity. Um, never won state championship or anything, but I mean, I had a lot of fun doing it. Like, let's say you,
2: oh, yeah, I, I loved it. Uh, really, my only like good year was my senior year. I, I placed uh, second in the conference. That was probably my best year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I all oh, my teammates were really good. Uh, one of my friends is a uh, All-American at, at stick right now. So. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah,
1: we had a uh, we had a couple kids like that. We had one kid. Um, everybody couldn't stand it because like, especially someone like me. Like, I wrestled at one thirty five. One thirty five. And yeah, for me, to, for and, and for me to cut weight, I pretty much was barely eating anything to get down to one thirty five. And we had this one kid who not only was good on the mat, but he'd walk into weigh-ins eating a freaking cheeseburger from Burger King and still
0: make weight. Wow.
2: Yeah, our one hundred and six uh, for a while was like ninety eight pounds. Like I think his tr- freshman and sophomore year. So basically, we was just eating whatever he wanted. It's crazy. So
1: yeah. Lucky. Yeah, and like my only good, my actually it's funny because the only time I was really good because when you cut that as much weight as I did, like you're drained in the matches. So during the season, like I felt like I didn't have much strength, which I think was part of it because when I look back, when I did the off season tournaments. Like I would place like never want them, but I played second or third at least, and I didn't have much wins
2: during the season. Yeah, I, I feel that. I was kind of the same, through pretty much after my senior year.
1: So when you started training, what was your um, compared to what you heard and expected? What was your first day of training
2: like? Uh, it was. It was fun. It was pretty much just bumps and running the ropes, and like I was really sore the next day. But I was like, "Holy crap! This is a ring. This is this is ropes. This is like it was one of those kind of mark out moments."
1: Yeah, I remember it was funny because back to the high school thing. I remember being jealous because um, one of the teams we wrestled against they actually had intro music for the team. Really? Like they they pump (laughs) intro they pump intro music. They had a full crowd and they all come they all come out together but they'd have uh-huh. like like they'd have the music going and like a very like cool vibe and what cool. i always liked what i always liked about our school is i wish we could have done that because what we had that nobody else had was we actually walked through a tunnel
2: ooh that's awesome like
1: like we had a tunnel that was connected to the locker room so we'd come hmm. down the stairs to the locker room down the tunnel and then out the doors into the
2: gym I, I come from a really small town, like a really small school. So we didn't like, we had a pretty much standard gym. Our, our gym was really nice. Our wrestling room was one of the nicer ones in the area. But,
1: but yeah, what was funny about us is our wrestling practices are, were actually held at the middle school. Hmm, that's interesting. So our practice gym was at the middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so also, when you started wrestling um, with the training and everything, how long were you with that um, training before you moved on to something else, or before you had your first match?
2: Uh, well, my first match was in my first gym in front of about ten people. It was also at like eleven at night. So, oh wow! Very interesting. Very <laughs> interesting first match story. Uh, so what, was, what was that like? Uh, and I, I, I think a very underrated teacher. I thought he was pretty knowledgeable, but. You know, he's one of those guys who kind of had a bad reputation and didn't really get any bookings around, which I, f- I think is very unfortunate because I think it's very unfortunate to who he is. But
1: Yeah, and w- what was your first match like?
2: Uh, what well, was the tag? Uh, I was against these two New York guys. And it was about like five minutes and I got the win.
1: Oh, nice. You got the win on your debut match. That's pretty cool. That's not That doesn't happen often. Yeah, I know. So now from that now now we know you go to uh, Kevin Landry's progress and combine was that right after this last training you had or was there a gap in between
2: uh, it was pretty much right away
1: so how, how so how did you discover Kevin's school
2: uh, basically through USAF 13 okay he pretty much he introduced me yeah well, I've, okay, I enjoyed a lot there, and Skip got me a lot of opportunities. So,
1: oh yeah, Kevin's awesome. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait till he opens back up. Me
2: too. Me too. Um. Now,
1: so how long? So from the time frame of that to now, how long have you been wrestling? Uh,
2: probably since like like twenty eighteen, probably. Okay, so you've That's you've probably. been around a little bit. Yeah.
1: So, how many? Um, because I didn't really know of you or about you until I met you through seven. Hmm. So, what was it like? Um, rest like, what What was it like before you joined the bike club? Like, um, like, what were you doing? What were some of your matches then? And, um, how was it with Ke- at Kevin's? Because last time, before seven brought me back to Kevin's, last time I was there was like 2005.
2: Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> uh. For a while, I was like, I think the first match I did at the first shut up and wrestle was against Cody Lee. I was a face. I went with a crucifix pin. Uh, Then I ended up kind of being thrown in in like some random tags for a while. And then once me, Seven, and Cody teamed up, he asked if he wanted to join. And I believe that was either, I believe that was the fourth shut up and wrestle.
1: Yeah. So how did the bike club thing come about? Because even though I was in the bike club, we had, um, I was doing it with WCWE, so I wasn't yeah. at the shop and wrestles. So, for a while, we had, like, the bike club's all always all together. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was at Kevin's, we almost had, like, almost, like, even though we were a group, we had, like, a group of guys that did WCWE. And then we had you, Cody, and Seven at Kevin's. So, uh-huh. how, did, how did the approach come for you to join the bike club? Because I wasn't involved in that process.
2: Well. We were scheduled in a six-man, and Abe pretty much booked it for Seven, Cody and me. And I never met Seven at this point; he wasn't really training there a lot. He was kind of just brought in to fill out the roster. So Abe put us together. We did our match, and then after, because uh, we and Cody had a very similar look, we have like pretty much the same sunglasses and and jacket. Seven so was basically like yeah, man, we should totally team more. I'm doing this, this bike club thing. You should totally be a part of it. And then we're like, yeah, bro. I think this could, this could definitely help us and we can definitely help them. And yeah, I think it's a Good opportunity. Both sides, both sides.
1: And now the other thing I want to talk about, cause you're going to learn what me and Ray, we jump all over the place with this podcast. Like we don't have a set structure. We don't go from beginning to end. Like one
2: like,
1: minute, one minute, we, we could talk about what you're doing now. One minute we could talk about something you did a long time ago.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but I didn't notice. I know you told me a little about where you got your jacket from, and um, but I didn't know how good the look was. So I think Seven showed me a picture. Tell us about the time you dressed like Sting. Because I mean, I saw the picture, and you, you pulled that, <laughs> that was, off like really
2: good. Right. Uh, that was pretty much just a Halloween costume. I I wanted something to wear to work on Halloween. And I saw my jacket and like I'm a big sting fan and I'd never done Sting before because I'd done a lot of wrestlers. I'd done like Art Taker twice, and John Cena, CM Punk, pretty much all my favorites. And then so I pretty much just bought the bat and bought the face paint and I'm like, I'm doing this. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, all I think
2: I, And the the place where I took the photos was real was like great. My friend lives on the street where one house just goes really crazy for Halloween with decorations, so I went to her house after work and I'm like, yeah, can you take some pictures for Instagram for me? She's like, sure. So that, was, that was
1: pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and what's cool about that is I think, you know what I think we should do, right? Yeah. I think we should hook him up with Brandon Savage.
0: That's a good, I just, th- th- I was sitting here just thinking about that. That's a good idea. So,
1: so last week we interviewed Brandon Savage um. I know at this point that episode hasn't dropped yet. No, it dropped, but at the time we're recording this, it hasn't dropped yet. Um, so, are you familiar with Brandon Savage? Uh, I'm not. Okay, right, Brandon Savage is a Macho Man impersonator, okay. and he looks like him to a T. And it started off as like a Halloween thing he was telling us,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he looks so much like him it just snowballed, and now he he doesn't wrestle, but he's not a wrestler, but he'll go to he'll be at conventions. Some indie companies will bring him in, and he goes all over, decked out like the Macho Man, taking pictures and the whole nine yards. I think it'd be really cool if we get you in the Sting outfit somehow, and get him something. If we could get you two in the same place, taking a picture together, I think that would be epic.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool. I need to get more face paint, but yeah, that would be cool. (laughs) Yeah, what I use—I don't know what you
1: used. um, I use acrylic paint from Walmart. Whenever I do any kind of face paint, acrylic paint from Walmart.
2: Yeah, there there was a Spirit Halloween right next to my job, so I pretty much just picked up stuff there.
1: Yeah, the thing, what I like about the acrylic, um, is you could you could sweat, you could do whatever, like you could sweat or, <coughs> yeah, like any movement or, and you will not the face paint will not run. Like there's there's one time I uh, because as everybody knows I'm also a DJ, and I want to say it was 2015. I was DJing on stage for the group who opened up for Twisted at rock And Shot. And oh. I painted my face like them, and we used the acrylic. And the first thing I did was, you know how sometimes you get the face paint on, it gets really itchy? Ah. Uh. So I itched, I think, like, my nose. I'm like, oh, no, the face paint. It didn't even smudge the face paint. Really? Yeah. Oh. And then also on stage, lighting is really hot, especially something that, like, at rock and shock mm-hmm. so i I like literally driving home because um we thought we we're gonna get a locker room but because we're the opening act we didn't and it wasn't even a place to wash off so we did our opening thing then we watched the entire show we watched twisted and then the other openers and then i had a two-hour drive home because this was in at the Palladium in worcester
2: okay so i had
1: about a two-hour drive home get so i was in the face paint for almost 12 hours I had to still oh. scrub that crap off Damn. in the shower. So uh, that's why I swear by acrylic. Mm. So, Ray, do you have any questions as I'm rambling on once again?
0: <laughs> Excuse me. What's the craziest bump you've taken?
2: Uh Uh, Cody got me a pretty high for his powerbomb. Probably it so far. I haven't done like a cage match or anything, even though I'd love to. Wait yeah, even the for that.
1: Even me, I, I've been in a cage match as a referee, but I've never wrestled one. And the two matches I want to do is I want to do a cage match at some point, mm. and I want to do a ladder match at some point.
2: Oh, I would love to do a ladder match. I would love to do a ladder match. But that's down the road. I'm still young.
1: Yeah, and. So now how did so whatever ha- what because ha- I don't know this story fully, so I know Cody ended up going out of the bike club before I came in. What happened with that?
2: Uh basically, he wasn't like fully in it. he just wanted to do it at the shop and Russell shows because uh, seven wanted to bring him to like other bookings and stuff, and he only wanted to do it at at the shop Russells because he wanted to do his own thing like with juicy and. Like he's doing it at Blitzkrieg, which he's doing very well. He, uh, he did some good stuff with Blitzkrieg, but just it wasn't on his Michael character, and that's the way he wanted it. So it's pretty much seven was kind of like you're in fully in or fully out. So.
1: Okay, and what are you doing like now that like wrestling's on hold? Like, in, I know it's driving me crazy.
2: I know it's, it's like I haven't seen a lot of my my friends recently, uh. Just stuff that's happened between like m- most of my guy friends from high school, but uh, I work at the supermarket, so that's picked up a lot. They've been giving me a lot of hours. Other than that, pretty much just like trying to work out as best I can to stay fit and like just video games. Yeah, same here. I mean, I need to like I need to get in shape seriously.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ray, what uh you got anything? I mean, what are you doing over there?
0: Right. Honestly, I'm just watching wrestling twenty four seven now.
2: Yeah, I'm streaming a lot of old stuff, too. I got my collection of DVDs and the network and stuff.
0: I got all the networks. WWE, <laughs> Ring of Honor, New Japan, the Impact. I got all of that. And that's all I've been doing <laughs> all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I I have not watched, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but and it's no particular reason either. I have not watched whether it was WWE. Impact AEW, I haven't watched anything since WrestleMania, yeah. Except the old stuff, like I'll pop mm. in, uh, I'll pop in some of the old stuff when I have time. But like, I haven't even sat down to watch it live
2: since WrestleMania. Mm. You heard about what they're doing with Money in the Bank, right?
1: Oh yeah, that that yeah. sounds going to be interesting.
2: Be awesome. That's going to be awesome. They're uh, going to
0: stop.
1: Should
2: Probably check out the Moxley versus Jake Hager match believe it was a false count anywhere they did. That was awesome.
1: Yeah, I haven't... I gotta, I gotta look some stuff up, because I haven't seen... Like, I'll see some stuff scrolling through, like, my Twitter feed or Facebook, but mm-hmm. I haven't actually sat down to watch, like, a full show. And between between the work and the podcast and
2: yeah, some other,
1: and all this other stuff I got going on. It's, just, it's more time than anything. Yeah. And, uh, so my other question is, um... So, what do you look forward to, like, what's your ultimate
2: goal in wrestling? What do you want to accomplish? Uh, basically, what's the ceiling is the question. I, like, if I got the call from the one day, i would, so would. I just basically want to be the best that I can get to. I don't want to leave with any regrets, basically. Like, I just want to accomplish as much as I possibly can.
1: And now, have you, um, because I, I know you from, uh, kevin's and from the shut up and wrestles have Uh, you have you done other than when you other than when you said you first started wrestling um have you done any shows outside of kevin's or is that pretty much
2: what you've been doing uh, i've done some some battlefronts i've done uh let's see i did that that gcw show what else have i done Uh, i did a blood sweat and Tears show
1: oh yeah i forgot i always forget about that because i was on that show
2: oh yeah i believe i've met you there too
1: yeah i I always forget that you were there for i don't know why I,
2: yeah read the pre-show, that's why
1: oh okay that yeah. that's probably Because um, i was doing the i was wrestling and doing the music and yeah. i and i actually i actually changed right behind gorilla and the DJing stuff stuff 'cause like I had to do everything so mm. um i was like changing in my gear while <laughs> while running the music that's funny. And then, and then it was funny. What was even funny is I tried to. One of my friends who hasn't been to a wrestling show since we went backstage to WWF. Yeah. Um, that's the last time he'd been to a wrestling show. And so this is his first, and then this is also his first indie show. So I tried to crash course him on running the music so I could get a breather after my match. Uh-huh. So I come out of the ring, I go out back, go outside to get some fresh air and get a water. And I'm not even out there for three minutes. And they come out like, we need you back to that music. This guy's messing it up. <laughs> so wow. I literally went. I literally went. Did my match. Came out of the ring. And went right back to the music. <laughs> That's so wild. Wow. And, and then on top of great. that. I'm sure, and Stevie, I don't know if you remember this. The ring truck broke down. The ring got stuck in the venue for like three days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember because that, that was Ben's ring. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, so um do you have any wild stories from any shows you've done so far other than what I just mentioned?
2: Yeah, that that was pretty wild. I I don't want to say the wrestler's name, but at the last uh, Shotgun wrestle there was a bit of a fight. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. I remember I was right front and center for that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it there was the fight, it was funny because, like, not, we laugh about it now. Um, there was an incident. I don't want to get into details because this is where me and Stevie go and we train. And this uh, is one of, the, one of the main shows we're on. Um, but there's an incident between two wrestlers. And they got into it. And as we're standing in between them, remember Ref Q that we interviewed? Yeah. Okay. So Ref Q comes around the corner. And he thought we were shooting an angle or something. He didn't. It didn't. It took him a minute and to click. I'm like, oh my god, this is real. Because the way oh. we were set, the way we are separated, it almost looked like it, like an angle. We were feeling.
2: Like. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean, they were arguing because they were both veterans, but like it was a tag match, and they were splitting up at, at the end, and they. Basically, the person who got mad was mad because they took way too long to do the angle. And I guess people had to cut their matches short to make up for them. And that's how that started. Yeah, it was, a, it was, a interesting, it was an interesting night. Corey, were you there uh, the next
1: practice? Um, I don't know if I was there for the next one or the one after that.
2: Were you there for their boxing little... Gosh. Oh
1: no, tell us about that. I was not there.
2: So, yeah, obviously, this was right after that show where they where they had like gotten into a scruffle. A couple of punches were thrown. And Jiggy was like, <laughs> Jiggy Sosa being Jiggy Sosa is like, all right, this is how we're <laughs> going to settle this. We're going to put some gloves on. We're going to go three rounds. And after this, I don't want to hear any more about it. <laughs> like, after <laughs> this, it's done. <laughs> so, that's how they resolved that. But it, it kind of got out of the hand very early. And, people had to get in, get in the middle of it and yeah, not. it was a bit of a mess but I'm guessing they didn't get the full three rounds. Nope. <laughs> I, I I wish I
1: was there for that. I would have loved to do that one. So is that like, is, was everything cool after that? Or, because I couldn't I remember so. because I think, was it not too long after that the whole shutdown happened?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, because I think I think that show up and wrestle was the last time I was there because I missed the next one. And then the one after that, I was well, then I was supposed to go to like the Wednesday one. Cause so for people who don't know, the, the trainings are Mondays and Wednesdays. And I usually go to Wednesday sessions. Mm. And I think that following Wednesday, um, it like the shutdown wasn't in full effect, but I mentioned something about practice and, um, one of the guys had texted me and said, well, at this point, Massachusetts was not on shutdown at all. He goes, well, doesn't Connecticut have our 8 p.m. curfew starting tonight? And I didn't even hear about that. And I'm like, oh,
2: guess I'm not going.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, this, this, that that pissed me off, the curfew thing. Which makes it very inconvenient. But. Yeah, now,
1: now, what do you think um, – I want to say I couldn't have this wrong, so hopefully no one gets mad at me. Um, I think it was like PVP just did like a WWE thing and did a no fan match. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about that? Do you think that's something like you'd like to do if there was a way to do it, I'd, or
2: yeah, I'd be down just to get me back in the ring. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping there's a way somebody could do something like that soon. Like somebody else could also do that something like that soon. Like. Um, I don't think we can do it at at Kevin's because Kevin's technically a full gym, so I think he'd get in trouble for that. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: So, Ray, do you have any other questions for Stevie?
0: I have a question for both of you. For both of you, actually.
1: Okay, shoot.
0: How how did the, the two of you first meet?
2: Oh, I think I that think Blood, Sweat, and Sears show would be
1: the first one, right? Yeah, I don't. The funny thing is, I don't really, like, I remember probably saying hi to you. But I don't, uh-huh. I don't think we actually got a chance to actually, like, hang out uh-huh. Um, too much because of all the running around that I was doing. Yeah. So, I would say the first time we actually got to, like, actually hang out, um, Seven brought me to, um, it was the first show and wrestle I was on, which was Kevin Landry's show. And it was when I was just coming in with. Actually, Stevie, was it the show or was it training?
2: I think it was the show. And started to wrestle, I believe five. So and um,
1: no, it no, I'm sorry, it was training because then because we had to work on we had to work on everything we're gonna do.
2: Oh yes, yes,
1: yes. So seven brought me to training, and I haven't been there in a while. And Everyone's like, hey, oh, my God, because these are guys I, I used to wrestle with and haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. And Seven introduced me to Stevie, and the funny thing, the whole funny thing about it was, so me and Stevie end up having common interests, like we both love hockey and stuff like that. So we ended up talking about all that. Um, and then after training, my girlfriend said that Stevie looked familiar, and we could not figure oh, out yeah. what like we, yeah, we could not figure it out for the life of us. By the end of that night, we figured out
2: they worked together. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, shop right, at Enfield.
1: Yeah. So, like, and a funny story about that is, there was one day I was picking up my girlfriend from work, and she had to do some of her grocery shopping. So I ran into Stevie. We ended up talking for like forty-five minutes, and my girlfriend just took off and did her shopping
2: on her own. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having to shop for my grandma recently, so that's kept me busy. Like after work, I'll like shop for her because she's 90s. She you can't like take the rest. you can't leave the house. So that's yeah. Been yeah.
1: Maybe maybe we could uh maybe we could talk to management and do like a grocery store match, kind of like Austin and Booker take.
2: <laughs> uh, ah, great would that be? Oh, the Millers are kind of crazy. Charles Miller literally might say yes. Oh wow! I would not be surprised
0: if Charles
1: Miller says yes to that. Probably like just don't bust the alcohol. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we could definitely have some fun with that. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Just like um, I was joking. Um, I wasn't serious about this. I was joking with Seven, and I said, "Do now? Do you remember the movie Ready to Rumble?" Of course. Okay, remember the scene in the beginning where David Arquette's kind of like daydreaming, and uh, the Macho Man and they're wrestling in the store, and they're like the rings like in the store. Yeah, I actually, I was joking with Seven because we both work at UPS. I was like, imagine if we could do that here, re-reenact that scene with
2: UPS. <laughs> yeah, you guys got a lot of space over there, probably. Actually,
1: not really, because we're uh, we're just a, we're just a store. We're not the warehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, and a little off topic, um, from wrestling, um, what do you think about like because right now wrestling's really the only thing going on. What sure. do you think about the the NHL possibly trying to? I think they're trying to resume in like June or July or something.
2: It'd be a pretty awesome summer if we. If we got, like, the Stanley Cup and baseball, like, sitting on the beach, that would be a pretty dope summer. But,
1: yeah, it would. My my only concern would be, like, what they were talking about originally on the, um was that they're going to run the rest of the season and then give them October off and then start okay. next season, November.
2: Okay. Like, I don't
1: know how that would work because, um, like, one month off and you're right back into the season.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I heard about them going like straight to playoffs, which I really hope doesn't happen because the Rangers are one game back right now. So for them to lose, miss by one game, oh, I don't want that. But
1: well, maybe what they might do, what they might do is maybe like a little wild card thing, where uh, uh, like where maybe they do like a one week playoff for like the teams that are like a game back. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. I never hear anything about that, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying in my own opinion, like I think they would have to do something like that.
2: Yeah, cause like I I think they would if the, if they kept the season going, I think they would have made it in because they were really hot. By, by the time the season was was stopped, like they had just beaten Colorado, just Derek just came back. Like they need a chance. Yeah,
1: and um, and then I think the the Bruins were at the top of it too. Yeah. And then um, yeah. So Ray, do you have anything else to say? I mean, you've been kind of quiet over there.
0: <laughs> Isn't that the usual?
1: <laughs> yeah, Stevie, I don't know if you knew this. Ray comes all the way from Texas. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's that's pretty cool.
0: The all the way from little... Huh?
2: When's the last time you've been around New England? Never. Yeah, we, so how do you guys know each other then?
0: So
1: what happened was um, Ray has a YouTube channel. Okay. And I met Ray through the guy who runs Book Pro Wrestlers because I'm on mm. with them. Uh-huh. So he wanted me to be a guest on Ray's show. And I tried to help. Ray, and when I listened to it back, I tried to give Ray some tips and pointers. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, I want to do a podcast. I always want to do a podcast. And the last time I was supposed to do a podcast was, believe it or not, it was supposed to be with Smith Hart. Okay. He, he put out a thing, like, almost not like a contest, but, like, basically he said, why would you want to be a, on a podcast with me or something, something similar to those lines. I can't remember exactly what he said. And there was, like, a bunch of comments. And I tagged him in it, explained my experience in radio and and my experience with DJing, and mm-hmm. then I had to do some post-production and Excuse me. So, with my experience with that, he ended up messaging me and we ended up talking. And then our Mm -hmm. first guest ended up uh, not being available. And then our second guest just didn't even answer him with the call. And yeah. And then right after that is when he got sick and ended up passing away, unfortunately. That's
2: that's, that's
1: too bad. So, so I took some time off of even thinking about it. And then. Mm -hmm. When I wanted to get back into it, um, one of my other friends wanted to do it, but he's... Don't really want to get into it too much, but I think i I think i ended up throwing him out the window or something. Because Wait, he's what? just... Yeah, because he's one of those where he's a good friend, uh, but he can get on your nerves quick. Like, he's like hmm. small doses kind of person, if you can understand that. Yeah. So he's not, he's not a bad person, but... He' not good for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, with uh, so when I I said to I messaged Ray and I said, hey, would you want to do a podcast with me? And then here we are. That's yeah.
2: pretty
0: cool. Without even thinking, I said yes. Cause this, this is something that I've always wanted to do, but didn't uh, know how to do it.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, and now we're we're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we. And if you listen to a couple episodes ago, we um, interviewed our. I mean, all our guests are big. We like them all, but mm-hmm. um, our biggest named guest was uh, the Hollywood stunt double, Lord Dash. So okay. we got we got her, and then we got. Um, then we interviewed Ref Q. Uh, okay. Yeah, and he was awesome. Steve Savage was awesome. Steve Steve Savage. We interviewed him. He had a bunch of funny stories. Um, we got we had Brandon Savage, the Macho Man impersonator. Uh so we're getting really. I'm sure I'm. I'm not sure if I'm missing anybody that could be, and I'm sorry if I am. Um,
0: yes. Simply how?
1: Delicious. How can I forget Bryson's that I am God. so? Sorry. Bryson, don't kill me. I am so sorry. <laughs> so we had um. Bryson Scott and Simply Luscious. I'm not sure if you know who they are. I don't, but all right. Um, So, Simply Luscious. She was in TNA in about 2004ish. Uh. Um, and Ray, why don't you if you want to give him a little snippet of who Bryson is because you know more about Bryson than I do.
0: He was in the army previously. Okay. And and he's he's based out of Texas. I think mm. the San Antonio area. And he's done.
1: Um, he's done stuff with um, two hundred five live it. at and NXT.
0: Yeah. Oh. yeah.
1: So that that's So yeah. So he was. They were one of our biggest guests as well. There's yeah. some good stories on there. If you go listen to that one, which will be available from the time of recording this. I think it's two weeks. I think we miscalculated last because Ref Q, um, his interview airs the night after we record this, and okay. then, Bryce, then Bryson and Simply's the next the week after that. And then the week after that is uh, Brandon Savage from the time we're recording this, not from the time you're going to hear this. Okay. So, Ray, do you have anything else for Stevie?
0: No, I think that's it. So thank you for coming on, Stevie.
2: Yeah, and, of course. Thank you for also, having me. Now,
1: now, is there anywhere where people could follow you follow you, or get in touch with you for bookings
2: or uh, any of that? Yeah, of course. Uh, so my, my real name is Steven McBride. That's my Facebook. And you can find my name under at Stevie underscore Legend on Twitter, as well as Stevie underscore McBride 1024 on Instagram. So,
1: uh, Cool. And the last thing I have to say before we close this out, um, I'm sure, Ray, you saw this. Um, the good thing about tonight is I didn't have to put up with Don Kool-Aid and drink <laughs> three and th- drink three different alcohols just to get through listening to him.
2: <laughs> that was a fun night, though. That was, that was a, definitely a fun good time.
0: I enjoyed that show. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, thank you, Stevie.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: And this has I, been... I hope
2: we get to meet sometime. It was fun meeting you oh, Fun talking oh, to yeah. you.
1: I'd love to, I would love to get um, Ray down here for a show somehow, sometime. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So this has been Corey Adams
0: and... Mr. Ray. This has and- been
1: the Behind the Curtain podcast, and we will catch you every Wednesday on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Behind the Curtain. We'll catch you next time.
0: And <laughs>